We're at the Promotion LM400. This is the latest in the line of laser markers. This is the high end, and I'm joined by Josh Christofferson. Nice to see you, Josh. Nice to see you too, Trevor. So tell us a bit about this uh, LM400. What are the key features uh, of this machine? So the key feature of this machine is its uh, speed capability. Mm -hmm. We've got the laser head mounted to an X-axis, and we've got the PCB carriage mounted to the Y-axis, which allows us to move both simultaneously. Uh, in the past, we've carried the PCB on a two-axis gantry, and um, that slowed us down just a little bit. So now we're moving about 10% faster. 10% faster, yeah. And it's got quite a, quite a large um, board capacity. What's the ma maximum size that you can accommodate in here? 18-inch uh, wide by 20-inch long for this model. So that, that really accommodates all your large back planes, uh, uh, or it could be uh, you know, maybe 10 up in a, in, in a tray or something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah, we see um, you know as many as uh, 20 to 40 PCBs in an array, um, which of course allows us to mark uh, multiple barcode images at the same time, um, without having to move to each individual location. Okay, so, so uh, that's good. So you have quite a big field of view of, of, of the laser itself, yes? Yes, that's correct. Uh, the laser has a 110 millimeter squared field of view, um, and this uh, allows us to mark as small as a 2.5 millimeter squared uh, 2D barcode, mm -hmm. and with about six to eight alphanumeric characters in it. Okay, so, so basically anything that's within that field of view, uh, you could do. So you could do two barcodes at once, for example. That's absolutely correct. We could do two barcodes at once. We could do as many barcodes at once uh, as, as we could fit in that 110 millimeter squared area, yes. So let's talk about the laser source. It's a CO2 laser um, that uh, is, is mounted above here. And I see it, uh, you, you have also have a laser inspection unit at the side because the problem with CO2 lasers is they do degrade a little bit over time. Yes, that's correct. So another new feature about this machine is our ability to monitor the actual wattage that the laser is pushing out. So this 12-watt laser, um, over time, as you said, can degrade. Um, and so we've got a subroutine built in uh, where basically the laser head moves over a specific device that measures the actual wattage coming out. Right. Mm -hmm. But you get a, you get a fair life uh, span out of it before we get to that point, correct? That's correct. Most of our customers see about an eight-year lifespan, uh, you know. That's, that's quite significant. Now, you have a red uh, filter on here, but I believe you, you can accommodate for different uh, board colors and board types. That's correct. Uh, so the red light is standard. Um, this particular machine uh, has four colors. Uh, we're able to go red, green, blue, and white. And the idea is, is that if we had a red PCB, for example, right now with a red backlight, it would be very, very difficult for the scanner to actually read the mark. Um, what it would see would be a, a basically like a white blur. So selecting one of the other colors allows us to neutralize that issue that we're having with contrast. That's the okay. idea. Okay. So what, what sort of um, cycle time do we get? Uh, cycle time is, of course, relative to the process. Um, at, at the base level, it takes on average about a second to just under one second to move and then mark a location. Um, you know, this depends, of course, on the beam intensity and the mark size, uh, but again, on average, less than a second. Now, when we start adding uh, fiducial recognition points, right. uh, it can take about two seconds per fiducial point. When we start adding, um, you know, a, a PCB flip cycle like the machine just did, mm -hmm. uh, of course, we have to pull it out from underneath the laser head and flip it. That can add another second or so to the process. Right. Uh, and then uh, to verify a mark takes just under a second. 
So uh, you know, anywhere from under one second per move and mark to under three seconds per move and mark, depending on how many features we want to use as part of our model recipe. Right, right. But but you can you can mark here, flip it, and and, and mark a, a second board, and then move it offline to get verified in the second unit here. Yes. Um, so uh, a new another new product that we're showing this year is uh, our automatic scanning conveyor, which we've paired with this machine. Um, so besides the ten percent. Uh, decrease in cycle time that we're seeing from the, uh, the, the simultaneous gantry movement mm -hmm. uh, nature of this machine. Uh, <clears throat> as you said, we can also scan the marks that we've created uh, in a secondary process simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, so this machine in this case would be dedicated to the marking process, as I said before, taking just under one second, whereas the machine downstream from it can scan the top and the bottom side without needing to flip the board, and each one of those locations takes under a second. So now you're getting you know, 50% decrease in cycle time, still only using one laser marker. Really? Mm -hmm. okay, and that's useful. So that typically sits beside the, the, the laser marker, but it, it probably could be moved uh, further down the line if necessary. Yeah, I mean, you, you could move it further down the line. Uh, part, of the, part of the nature of what we're doing here, though, is that we want to be able to capture that information as soon as possible, uh, send it you know, to a factory MES, for example, but also validate that the mark is of a good quality. Mm -hmm. uh, this machine actually features a, a scanner that's capable of uh, grading the mark, which I know is important to some of our customers. Um, and it's also you know, important uh, information to be storing on the factory server um, mm -hmm. so that they can ensure that their products out in the field are going to be able to be read years down the line if need be. Right, mm -hmm. right. okay, great. So um, I, I noticed you've got quite an elaborate um, uh, software interface here. Tell us some of the features of that. Yeah, the software interface is great. Um, with this software interface, we have access to many, many uh, variables that we can use to create our data string. Mm -hmm. So people always ask me, how do we generate the barcode? Is that something that our factory server has to supply your machine? Um, the answer is yes and no. You don't have to supply that information. Uh, you can if you would like to, if that's the preferred way to uh, handle it. Um, however, we can, uh, we can create just about any combination of variables that you would need to create a unique identifier for just about any product. Uh, in, not to go on forever, but uh, basically you've got several indexing counters. Time date stamps are very big. Yeah. Um, variables that allow us to copy codes or portions of codes and apply them as text maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, human legible right. items, things like that. Uh, I know for bottom side marking when we flip, it's very important that we don't index the counter. If we're copying a mark from the top side, we need it to be identical on the bottom side of the same PCB. Right. So we've got variables that handle that. And then we're also able to uh, make adjustments to um, indexing algorithms. So for example, if you want to count uh, hexadecimal or in an alphanumeric fashion, um, you know, at the time of order, we would want to understand that. But we can create variables that uh, allow you to do that as well. Right. Mm -hmm. well very flexible machine. Uh, uh, Josh, I want to thank you for showing that to us today. Of course. Thank you for your time, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it.